Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, Bully Ray and I talk about the WWE story that has hit mainstream press, and that is Vince McMahon, the Board of Directors Investigation. We'll get into that with Bully and I here on the podcast. Also, we get into AEW Dynamite, and after the huge main event for the Tag Team Championship, Christian's turn. We get into that. Also, Tony Storm's big win over Britt Baker, the biggest of her career. We talk about it right now on the Busted Open Podcast. You know, Bully, you and I have, were on the phone pretty much all night. I know Paul was involved as well because... There was an article that was released uh, a few hours after Busted Open signed off yesterday, and it was coming from the Wall Street Journal about Vince McMahon. And it stated that the WWE Board of Directors are investigating a $3 million payment made to a departing employee from the WWE. It was a paralegal. Uh, this supposedly was made early on this year. Um the person that you know, received the payment supposedly barred from talking about a relationship with Vince McMahon, also talking critically about Vince McMahon. As far as we know right now, the relationship was consensual and the Wall Street uh, Journal is also investigating maybe other things as well. But And the WWE internally, their board of directors... are inv- this, is, this is happening within the walls of the WWE. Again... We're just finding things out now. This is just a report. There's nothing concrete about this. But when it involves somebody like Vince McMahon Bully, who I think you would agree over the last 40 years has been the biggest presence in all of pro wrestling, uh, when, when, when something like this comes out, it definitely needs to be talked about. Two points of view, in my opinion, you got to look at this from. Got to whittle it down. Did he do anything morally wrong? Did he do anything legally wrong? So I'll throw it out there. Did he do anything morally wrong? If these if these things are true, morally, yes. Did he do anything legally wrong? From everything that I've read, it looks like they pretty much dotted the I's and crossed the T's, it seems. So legally, only- maybe not. So if Vince McMahon decided to get with his lawyers and 
the lady that he had an, a relationship with, an affair with, whatever word you want to t- tie to it, got with her lawyers. And they came up with a an agreement, a financial settlement, and she signed a non-disclosure agreement. That tells me that all parties involved agreed on a price in which this lady would, would not talk about the affair with Vince McMahon. If the money came out of Vince McMahon's own personal pocket, I don't think he did anything legally wrong. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know. But I don't think he did anything legally wrong. However, if the money came out of the pockets of World Wrestling Entertainment, then yes, I'm sure there's going to be an issue. Then that's where it becomes a legal issue. But, you know, you can't shy away from the moral issue either, Bully, because, you know, in the world of the WWE, at least from us, from fans, when we think of the WWE, we think of Vince McMahon. And like you always say, it's kind of run like a mom pa shop. But that's really not the case with the WWE anymore. This is an investigation from the board of directors, which means, you know, Vince McMahon, it's not a case of like people saying, well, Vince McMahon stepped down. Let's just say this is obviously just speculation here. I'm sure he would never step down, but he may not have a choice. The board of directors could oust Vince McMahon if they wanted to. This is where this is. And as you know, too, Bully, when you do an internal investigation, it may be on one thing, but then you're opening up the books and more things could be uncovered. This could, again, emphasis on the word could. This could turn out to be a very unpleasant situation for the McMahon family. If there's one thing that I learned from Vince a long time ago is that perception is reality. Right now, the perception is not good for Vince. It's not good for the WWE. And the perception alone might force the board of directors into taking some type of action. This also, you know, raises the question, why did Stephanie McMahon step away from the company about a month ago? Um, in the report, it said that the McMahons would have known as early as the beginning of April, I believe, or sometime in April that this was about to come down. Is that true, Dave? That's that's what I read. Yes. OK, so maybe she just felt the need to distance herself at this time and spend time with her family or distance herself from the whole situation. As of this morning, it doesn't look great because a story like this it just blew up overnight. It was everywhere yesterday in a matter of minutes. And Vince McMahon is one of those targets that would you agree that people have been trying to take down for years? Probably. I would say that. I mean, I mean, we've seen documentaries and, you know, articles, you know, definitely going about the way that you just said, a hundred percent. Us being in living in New York and New Jersey, um, reading the Daily News, the New York Post, um, there was a there was a, a guy named I believe Phil Mushnick, correct? Phil Phil Mushnick, Bob Raceman, they've always tried to take shots at at the world of pro wrestling, especially, especially Mushnick, constantly trying oh to take gosh, the WWE yes. and yes. Uh, and Vince McMahon down. So we have to wait for more details. Well, we can only talk about what we know as of right this very minute. And I think we've looked at it from the, the two points of views that you have. Morally, 
and legally. And listen, whether you're at the head of a company like Vince McMahon is, or you're a landscaper, or you're a doctor, or you're a, tra- uh, a garbage man, people engage with other people in the workplace all the time. This is not unique to Vince. Should he be doing it with his employees? I think we can all agree that the answer is most likely not. But it does happen everywhere. But we're talking about it because it's Vince McMahon. Well, but but and and obviously it's Vince McMahon. And, you know, like, as I said, it's Vince McMahon. This is the biggest presence, the biggest name in the last 40 years in the business that we cover. Um, It's a sticky situation, Bully, because I've seen it in other companies where something like this, if there is a morality clause, it could be used here, especially when you look at the world of the WWE right now. And we've seen it, Bully, especially lately. The programming is geared towards families. It is geared towards a younger audience. And I'm sure the board of directors are not happy about something like this or, you know, about the perception of what has followed in the years before this. You know, the, the, I, I, listen, I never, like a lot of people are speculating and they're almost like booking what's going to happen next. We have no idea. We and have stop to cover for one second and stop for one second. Yes. The reason why we can't um, get into that speculation mode also is watch this. Yesterday, social media was inundated with names of WWE talent. Yes. That fans thought Vince had the affair with. They were just rattling off names left and right. Oh, it was this woman. It was this woman. It was this woman on screen performers and characters. And then all of a sudden later in the day, what do we learn? It's not. It was a paralegal, somebody that worked in the office. So here goes everybody speculating and guessing and you're completely wrong. Yeah, to the point that where like point Gail alone Kim is why we have to just say again. No, that to the point where Gail Kim was like, I'm not commenting. I have, you know, like that's terrible because her name was getting thrown into there. That's not fair. These are people who did a job that worked for the WWE. They don't need to be involved in something that they had, you know, like a mess like this. Now, if, if names do come out in the future where there's actually facts based on it, but this is where like social media, we're going to get in a lot about social media with, with, with something else that you've talked a lot about on this show in just a little bit bully. But this is where like people start speculating and posting pictures and things like that. And listen, there are a big base of people bully that feel like everything that they see on internet and social media is the truth. That's how this could become completely poison when innocent people get roped in to a situation like this there's no doubt people get roped in and the speculation is awful and and think of the women's names that are being dragged into this because people are hiding behind their keyboards going oh i bet it was this person i bet it was this person it's none of those women none of them this was internal and that point alone is reason enough for us to sit back, shut the F up, wait for the details to come out. And a lot of details have come out already. I mean, I I think we can, I mean, the Wall Street Journal 
published this entire story, Vince, the paralegal, the NDA, the amount of money, maybe saying maybe there were others involved also. But if the if the NDA was signed by both parties and both parties lawyers and the agreement was made and the money came from Vince McMahon's personal account, other than this creating a horrible perception and and the the partners of the WWE, like a USA or a Fox or any of the other uh, companies that Vince does business with around the world, I'm not quite sure how it is going to affect Vince or the WWE. Yeah, we're just going to have to wait and see. And as you said, too, in the article, they said there's the possibility of un- other uncovered additional non-disclosure agreements. But that's not fact that they're looking into that of that possibility. Listen, we might be talking about this after the weekend, Bully, where, hey, it seems like things were uncovered. We found out that there were some things or accusations that weren't true or Bully, as we've seen in other areas of our life where this could go south and this could go south very fast. Would you be more open now? Because I know this, and maybe you're not, because I know you never were. Are you more open to the possibility that 10 years, 15 years, 20 years from now, the WWE is going to be run by somebody other than a McMahon? With the power that Nick Khan has accumulated, you could make an argument that if anything were to happen to Vince where he wasn't around anymore, that he would be in charge. He's the number two, right? It's yeah. not Shane. It's nope. not Steph. Nope. It's not it's not Trips. Nope. It's not Bruce. It's not Johnny. It's Nick Khan. So hypothetically. Something goes drastically wrong for Vince and he is no longer allowed to be associated with the WWE in any way, shape or form. Who's running the joint? It's Nick Khan. That's something bully that when you and I started on this show together five years ago would have felt impossible. We just assumed that Vince McMahon was going to run this company until his dying day. And then he was going to leave this company to Shane or Stephanie or some kind of power between the three, Triple H, Shane, and Stephanie. I don't know if that's the case anymore. Listen, Triple H has been kind of removed from what we know. Stephanie has removed herself. Shane, unfortunately, has never been as close to the, to the product as he probably should have been a long time ago. Nick Khan has most of the control now. Now, does that mean Nick Khan wouldn't bring in, bring back Stephanie or bring in Hunter? I don't know. So much speculation. I know. But I think that no matter what happens with Vince, as long as his Vince air in Vince's lungs, he will in some way, shape or form still be running the WWF. Kind of like. Kind of like when a mob boss goes away to jail, but he still is able to run the family from jail. Unless we get the untimely passing of Vince McMahon, which I'm not hoping for. I still think he runs the joint somehow. Yeah. Because you're never going to get Vince's baby away from him 
unless you pry it from his cold, dead hands. It's going to be interesting to see what happens here with this situation, Bully, because I'm, I got to tell you, looking at it, we've seen this a million times. And, and, and you know what? To the woman who was involved in the situation, I hope she's okay. Yeah. I, do I, too, I hope that she's good and in a good mental place and she's doing well and she's happy and content with, with that settlement. I hope the story coming about doesn't uproot her life or make things difficult for her. Of course, yes. But sometimes where there's smoke, there's fire. And again, this is all alleged and reported and everything, but you know what happens sometimes with an investigation. You're after one thing, and then you see something else. You see something else. And please don't take this the wrong way, but we've heard legends and myths about Vince McMahon. Some of the things that he may or may not have been able to get away with 20, 25, 30 years ago, not going to be able to get away with now. And some of that stuff could get uncovered. So don't know. It's going to, where eyes are obviously going to be on this situation for the hours and days and weeks to come. And the Wall Street Journal report did say, according to them, there could be other things that have happened in the past similar to this involving Vince And they even mentioned one other name from the WWE. Yeah, they said the Wall Street Journal reported that the investigation may have uncovered additional non-disclosure agreements. We got to wait and see, Dave. That's all we can do. Hear what's happening around the globe on World of Basketball. The reigning WNBA MVP, Jonquel Jones. For us, like me, Buddy, and all of the hoopers in the Bahamas, like, we didn't really have, like, that basketball gym. So when I moved to the States, I remember just, like, walking into the gym for my high school, and I was just like, wow, like, my school actually has its own gym. New episodes of World of Basketball, hosted by Fran Fraschilla, are released Thursdays on the SiriusXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. 
With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Um, New tag team champions, Bully. The Young Bucks. Uh, yes, congratulations to the Young Bucks. Now two-time AEW. World Tag Team Champions, uh, exciting match last night. Ladder match, lots of table bumps, lots of craziness, lots of zaniness. Uh, somebody got the trivia question correct. Okay, so once again, the out, trivia out question. on the old Twitter machine, they got the uh, trivia question correct. I don't know if you want to give away now or later. Well, well, no, we will, but let me just repeat the question again. You know, Bully, you started the show and you asked, what does The Undertaker Shawn Michaels, Abyss, and Luchasaurus have in common. So, Bully, give credit where credit is due. Who got the trivia question right? Oh, damn. I'd have to go back on the Twitter machine. Oh, and look. son I of forgot, a bitch. I forgot her name. I'll find it out. I'll <laughs> find it out. Relax. Um, so, if you remember back to the year 2000 at a show called SummerSlam, a uh, young up-and-comer with a bright future ahead of him named Bubba Ray Dudley climbed up to the top of a 15-foot ladder to grab the World Tag Team Championships and was pushed off by Edge and Christian, thus plummeting to the floor through four tables set up on the floor. That was my uh, – that. That bump was my Mick Foley off the top of the hell in the cell bump. That's the one I've I wanted to do. Then later on, me and Matt Hardy did it together. But yes, Shawn Michaels uh, uh, copied that bump. The Undertaker copied that bump. Abyss copied that bump. And last night we saw Luchasaurus copy the bump. And I'll tell you a funny story real quick. The night that Shawn and Hunter had their street fight, that famous street fight that they had. I remember being (laughs) in catering that day. So they had their match about a year after SummerSlam. And I remember being at catering and Michael Hayes coming into catering and he goes, hey, Bubba, we need you outside. Boss wants to see you. And that was, and that's Vince. And I walk into the arena and this is probably like three or four in the afternoon. And I see at ringside, they have four tables stacked up on the floor and a ladder in set up in the middle of the ring, right under uh, a ladder set up right in the, uh, in the middle of the ring. And Vince looks at me and he goes, how do you do the bump safely? And I was like, Vince, I, this is the exact thing that I already did. This is the exact spot. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I know, but how do you do it safely? Go, what, what did you do to practice it? I said, I didn't practice anything. I climbed to the top of the ladder. I did Christian push the ladder. I th- went through the tables. He's like, you didn't walk through it. You didn't practice it. You didn't do it on crash pads. 
No. <laughs> so he's sitting out. Meanwhile, Hunter's standing there. Sean Michaels is standing there. Michael Hayes is standing there. Vince is standing there. And he goes, well, what happens if he misses his mark? I said, well, then he's going to end up as an ink spot on the floor, but it'll make for great TV. And I <laughs> walked away. Wow. Because I was like, hey, man, you're Shawn Michaels. You're Mr. WrestleMania. I'm just some jabroni tag team guy. And you got to copy my exact bump. Come up with something different. But but that's my story for the day. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I thought Luchasaurus did a great job last night taking that bump. And Bully, and, and no disrespect to all those people you mentioned because they're legends, even Abyss in my eyes. But you're right. It's a trivia question that you have to think about. Why? Because nothing's ever going to beat the original. Nothing's ever going to beat that first time. So I agree with what you said. Um, so you, you mentioned, what did you You'll think? You'll never Luchas- forget your first time. That's right. Unless You'll it's a forgettable never forget first. your first time. That's right. Sometimes you could be 16. Sometimes you could be 40. But you'll never forget that first time. What did you think of the last time, which was last night with Luchasaurus? Uh, I thought Luchasaurus took it well. Good, good crash and burn. Lots of explosions at the table. He was able to break three out of four. You know, you know what's crazy is that you could say what you want about this reign of Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. And in a lot of ways, they haven't really been highlighted. I think a lot of people saw the tag team title change happening for a couple of different reasons. But I thought Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy last night had their best match. And it might be their last match, at least for now. But I thought they, they had a really good showing against the Young Bucks last night. I had a major problem with that match last night, despite how exciting it was, all all that, not with the talent, but I had a major, major, major problem. Go ahead, please tell me. And this is inexcusable. I don't care who comes on this show and tries to debate me on this. All right. Well, before you give it, because I think that's a good tease since we're up against the break. I want to give you the time to explain it. I do want to give a little credit to somebody else who was not in the ring last night, and that is Jim Ross. Once again, Jim Ross proves why he's a Hall of Fame announcer, and he's one of the greatest, if not the greatest, to ever do it. Nobody, and I mean no one bully, gives a bigger match feel than Jim Ross and nobody makes the moments feel as special as Jim Ross. And I tell you what example, go back and listen to his call during that match in that main event last night. Jim Ross is the greatest to ever do it. Put so much credibility on oh. everything that he calls. And, oh. he, and he's been doing that from day one. I just talked about, you know, the, the, the first TLC match from top SummerSlam. JR called that match. He called WrestleMania uh, 2000, the latter match. He called TLC2, adding credibility a- across the board to anything we've done and anything that he calls. Once again, a great job by JR last night. Somebody that you know very, very well. The day before the guy's birthday, for crying out loud. They just, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy just lose. The tag team championship titles. All right? Mother, sister, ringside. To watch 
Jungle Boy, defend those tag team championships. Disappointed. Why? Because they lost to the Young Bucks. And then they had to watch their son, their brother, get attacked by their mentor, their guy, their friend, Christian. And I got to tell you, I loved every second of it, Bully. Great job by Christian. Exceptional heel turn by Christian last night. Love the execution. Love the timing, the facials, the intent. Christian going out under the ring, pulling out those two chairs, threatening to swing them at the referees, sliding in the ring, and then just doing it. Absolutely loved it. Christian turning Jungle Boy over, laying on top of him, showing Jungle Boy's face, showing Christian's face, letting you read the emotion on their faces. Excellent, excellent job. It could have been better. If you're going to go out of your way to show me mom and sister at ringside, let's use them. What mother in her right mind would ever sit there and watch her baby boy get his head caved in? Uh, Probably going to run into that ring and try to stop it. Maybe even jump on top of their son. You're going to try to do anything that you can possibly do to stop it. Even if that means jumping over that guardrail, sliding in the ring, and just standing in front of Christian, begging him not to do it. I would have had mom and sister come in the ring and beg Christian not to do it. And then I would have had security come in the ring to try to get mom and sister out of there because they don't belong in the ring in the first place. I would have created that moment where mom and sister are begging Christian and Christian should have backed off. And we should have saw Christian lower the chair and we should have seen the look on Christian's face change as if, damn, I shouldn't be doing this to this kid in front of his mother and sister. And as security is able to get mom and sister out of the way for a brief moment, bam, out of nowhere, Christian should have caved the kid's head in and watch mom and sister go ballistic and then jump on top of Jungle Boy. And Christian slide out while watching Jungle Boy's mom and sister sit there and cry. You want to create moments? There's your moment. I thought what they did was very good. I think if you had incorporated Jungle Boy's mom and sister, it could have been excellent. Yeah, I That's think just my opinion. I think I think time was an issue too. Uh, after that, after that main event, that very very small amount of time in order to do that turn. Though I do agree with you, that would have definitely added to it. But I also agree with it. Agree with you that I thought it was very good. There's also the video footage. I don't know if you saw it of what took place after they went off the air, because Jungle Boy's mother and sister were screaming at Christian, and Christian was going back and like, "Your son's a piece of shit." Like he kept saying, "You, you know, your your son's now gonna have to have his birthday cake 
birthday cake through a straw, your son's a piece of shit. You, you, and said to his mom, you raised a piece of shit. Like, wow. I, I, I saw, I, I must have watched it six times. I was like, wow. Christian's a real asshole. Remember a couple of months ago when I said they weren't doing shit with Christian? I wanted to bring that up. I, I wanted to bring that up with you because that's, it's interesting because you said that and you said, man, you have somebody like Christian. You're not doing anything with him. But you know what, bully? They had a plan. And I'm telling you right now, as big as Jungle Boy is, be prepared for him to get much bigger over the next few months. Christian is going to make Jungle Boy. Now, I'm not necessarily sure that they had a plan and were holding off. If I was to, if I was going to bet a dollar, I, I think the the Hardys would have won the championships last night. Interesting. Now that would not have stopped Christian from doing the turn. But you're telling me for two, three months they've been holding off on this turn. Well, I mean, I, listen, and it might just be the fan in me. Don't forget, it was a year ago where Jungle Boy won that battle royal. And a lot of people thought Christian was going to attack Jungle Boy there. That was a year ago. But we have seen, I think we talked about it, Bully, where like Jungle Boy did something a few weeks ago where he was on Christian's shoulders and like tapped Christian on the head to lower him. And when he tapped Christian's head, Christian kind of looked at him like, wait, who do you think you are? He kind of gave him that look. So there's been little, little, there, the fan of me would like to think that this has been a year in the making. You make sense in what you said. They've had to adjust and there's no doubt they've had to adjust because of the Jeff Hardy situation. But you're right that that would not have prevented the turn. I think they actually had a little bit of a, a plan in place for Christian. And But to go back to your point, what you said, you have somebody like Christian, use Christian, they're going to use Christian. now. And I prefer a heel Christian over a babyface Christian. There's no doubt. And I think last night we got the best version of Christian that we've gotten from him since he's come into AEW. Whether or not the Jungle Boy turn was planned, whether it was for, for a day or three months down the line, they still, in my opinion, have not utilized Christian to his maximum potential since he has been there. This is a guy widely regarded as one of the most psychologically sound workers in the business these days. Last night, hopefully, is the beginning. Yes. And hopefully we just don't see him on TV every other week or every three weeks doing his stuff. I'd like to see real episodic TV happen with Christian and Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy is a future star within AEW. Christian is the guy that will make him that future star. I agree with you, Bully. And and I'm very, very curious about what's going to happen. I now want to tune into Dynamite just to see what the next chapter in this story is going to be. The guy you probably have to worry about now is Luchasaurus. Because with that team losing the championships, I would think, at least for now, that Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy are done and on the shelf for now. Because I think, and no no disrespect to Luchasaurus, but Jungle Boy, as you said, is a future star in AEW. 
Luchasaurus has done a phenomenal job with everything that he has been handed. Does it all make sense? Absolutely not. Because, but you know, it's pro wrestling, it's sports entertainment. He's a 65 million, you know, year old, uh, um, dinosaur. You know, yeah. D- Luchasaurus dinosaur who can do, you know, backflips like, uh, you know, Ray Mysterio used to do. So, uh, you know, I I'm in on it. I get it. He's done a great job, but I think it's time for jungle boy to truly, truly shine. I hope they keep Luchasaurus away from this because I just want to see the spotlight put on Christian and Jungle Boy. I'm Hall of Fame sportscaster Leslie Visser, and I was just honored as the first woman to win the Sports Emmy Lifetime Achievement. This month, as we celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX, my podcast, In Conversation with Leslie Visser, will take a deeper look into the landmark legislation. We'll hear from some of the greatest female icons, Cheryl Miller, Julie Foudy, Dominique Dawes, Val Ackerman, and Jessica Mendoza. So please listen and subscribe on the SXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Last night, Dynamite, to me, in a lot of ways, was like a pay-per-view, if you think about it. You got a hair-versus-hair match between Jericho and Ortiz. I thought you got a great match between Will Ospreay and Dax. You got, you know, the Young Bucks against Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy in a, in a tag team match for the, for the tag titles. Like, you got Britt Baker against Tony Storm. That's a pretty damn good two-hour pro wrestling show, Bully. Huge win for Tony Storm last night, by the yes. way. Yes. Huge. And you know I'm a big Tony Storm fan. She's like the Bobby Brown, Warrant Cherry Pie girl of, of the pro wrestling business. Looks amazing. Gets it done in the ring. Big win over Britt. Clean win, middle of the ring. Yeah. Now her and, uh, her and uh, your girl, Thunder Rosa. Actually, our girl, she's part of busted open but thunder rosa and her at forbidden dora at the pay-per-view that should be one hell of a match and i agree with you bully that win last night may be the biggest win of tony storm's career because the reason i say this she was in the ring against charlotte flair when she was with the wwe but for whatever reason it was just loss after not only that embarrassing moment after embarrassing moment it was weird how they use Tony Storm. Her, that win against Britt... First of all, it's Britt Baker. Britt Baker is a major superstar 
for AEW. But now she's in a championship match on a pay-per-view. Listen, things can get wonky. You know this, bully. A loss could turn into another loss, turn into another loss, and the next thing you know, you're not on TV. She's in a championship match and a major pay-per-view, a sold-out pay-per-view for AEW. That was a major win for Tony Storm last night. Thought she did a great job. I'm looking forward to her versus Thunder Rosa. Hopefully she has a great showing against Thunder Rosa. I don't think she's going over on Thunder Rosa. Hopefully she gets over in the match, though. Yes, I agree. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Mary Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.